It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I am Josh and I'm here with... I'm Mindy. And we're a lot closer than we usually are because um, <laughs> <laughs> we usually sit across each other at the table just to kind of uh, not have our mics interfere, but... We have a guest on today, which I'll introduce in a minute. I was going to say, I thought you just wanted to be further away from me. I mean, that's usually why I do it, but... Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're going to have a guest on, um, so that's why we're, we, we're trying to figure out, like, you know, how to how to do all this. Um, so, I think we finally got it after f- almost an hour of messing with it. Well, you, you really got it. That's I true. didn't do it. <laughs> I even spent, like, maybe... A, I've just been watching cooking videos. And <laughs> <laughs> Apparently looking at penguins. Um, I Yeah, I was setting up for about 30, maybe 45 minutes before trying to like make sure we're wired in and then got two mics set up. And then it turns out there's not really an easy way to do it with two mics and a guest with Zoom or Hangouts. So um, I think I finally got, got it figured out. Let me make sure I'm recording. All right, everything's good. Um, so yes, how, how's it going, by the way? I usually ask you, even though I'm around you almost all day, every day. I'm okay. Um, I, my my left index finger is all fucked up. I just did so much cutting <laughs> last night. <laughs> Wait, look. Let me show him. Yeah. It's like, you oh, see my what hair? happened to it? Yeah. <laughs> so um, she was. Uh, I'll get into what we were doing first. Let me introduce you. That way, it's not awkward. Um, so I have a. I guess. I guess you're like a colleague of mine. We both write for the same site. Um, uh, it's like a NBA site where you know I write for the Houston Rockets, um, and his name is Stevie Cousins, and he writes for the Portland Trailblazers. So welcome. Yep. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. It's nice to um, yeah speak to some of my international friends. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is our first time trying to have like a guest, a quarantine edition where we have a guest online. So we're we're going all the way to New Zealand this time. So. I know. I don't. I don't know how far how further we can get than New Zealand <laughs> yeah. for us because. Yeah. Um, so how is everything going over there? How is quarantine? How is Corona? What's going on? Um, New Zealand has done really well. We only have 1500 cases and we only okay. had 12 deaths. Um, obviously, uh, I don't know if you would, would have heard, but we locked down almost four weeks ago now and we went into a level four lockdown, one of the strictest Whoa. in the whole yeah. world. So, Wait, level how four. Many levels? Yeah, how many levels are there? <laughs> There's four is the top. So, oh, okay. 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 So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so only only New Zealand people know what level four is. But basically, everyone is at home unless you work at a petrol station or a supermarket, like a I don't know what would you call that? Um, yeah, or like a Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like Home Depot isn't like you guys have Home Depot. Yeah. Our, our ones, those aren't open. Like every single thing, like McDonald's is closed. You wow. cannot get food or drink anywhere from either the supermarket or liquor store. Schools are shut. Everything is shut. They locked the whole country down. Wow. And it's going to be yeah. a month on Thursday. So it's been, it's been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so how do you get your food then? Just go to the grocery the store? That's it. Grocery wow. store only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about uh, alcohol? <laughs> So, yeah, they do have alcohol at uh, most of the supermarkets. Oh, okay, but you can't. It's not as easy to get spirits. So, it's people have been doing it tough. Yeah. Ooh, 
Yeah, we we mm-hmm. we're mostly vodka people, so we'd have to get like a big case of vodka. For <laughs> yeah, <a month. laughs> yeah, we, we, we go through them, especially now. Like you know, I got mine right here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, got mine. Yeah, too. cheers. We we usually um, clink our yeah. There you go. That's that's oh, my yes. last. Love it. <laughs> Even though I write for the Rockets, but they don't have to hear this. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, I I kind of. A big reason I wanted you on was because I know that, like, as a country, you guys have your shit together, and we are the opposite, basically. There are so, people protesting because they want to work. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get into all that. Because I, I, yeah, uh, I got you. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I have some notes about what's been going on, and I have a segment that we can do in a little bit, but I just, I, I know, I've seen, you know, I follow you on Twitter, and I see the stuff you share, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're total in total agreement on basically how every everybody's handling this the wrong way here and well not everybody josh and i were like can we move somewhere better (laughs) (laughs) no i mean maybe maybe in november if it (laughs) if something happens again no after the election oh Oh, yeah (laughs) Um, yeah it's it's just crazy like um i don't even i haven't looked up the latest amount of I mean, deaths it's, here it's, it's the same thing that happened four years ago with clinton and trump yeah. again except it's just biden right which which i don't know if who's if it's better or not old white guy old white guy which which do you want or orange oh, guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean even bernie would have been an old white guy but but at least he's cooler he was <laughs> yeah. cooler and um so yeah i man fi- would you say 15 deaths or 12 how many 15 oh yeah sorry no you're right i think it is 15 so and those were people because we had a couple of so we call we have so few cases that we heck we call them clusters when 50 or 60 people have it in like a town or something like that right so we actually only had five or six clusters which means that we managed to isolate those to like a couple of rest homes one was like a wedding and then another one was a buck snide or a stag do or something like that Mm. so very small amounts so the people that died were mainly in rest homes which obviously it's still sad but right. um you didn't mm-hmm. see it escaping to you're, you're talking about really big communities like it didn't break out in the cities so right. we were very we were very lucky but because we acted early yeah we this one month meant that it didn't get really bad and even if you looked at um places like sweden that took an alternate um, view of the way that they were going to do it and mm-hmm. people think that sweden are quite progressive in terms of their society and the way they go about things you know real people live really long strong right. quality of life people earn a lot of money that they've actually had a lot more deaths so mm. some countries that you think oh this country's going to handle it yeah really well. i would have i've always thought of like all the scandinavian countries as being like the best really... places to live yeah like <laughs> high quality of life and like they know what they're doing and and like somewhere i'd want to go if uh you know the worst happens which is seem, seems to be know, happening it's a little cold over there <laughs> well yeah you, you yeah have your issues it's like alaska it's like alaska basically what no hell no we're not oh, over is it there. that bad damn i didn't know that because i mean i lived in the northeast and that was that was like it was bad but not too bad but alaska's awful i've heard i have <laughs> yeah. a friend that lives in alaska and he's told me stories about like um there's a lot of homelessness in alaska and they're like people that die um in the in the snow and like it, like once all the snow melts and you'll, you'll find like 
bodies. Yeah. People that are oh. dead. So I'm like, no. Not, not very nice. Yeah, but I mean, I guess we, we'll get into that part already. We're already deep into it. Um, I was seeing that, you know, they reopened the Jacksonville Beach here. Oh, man. Um, uh, did you see the the clip of the Florida governor trying to put a mask on? <laughs> I did not. I mean, I I was actually on his Twitter yesterday, and I, I deleted something that I shared. But <laughs> I, it's so interesting to see a lot of these politicians flip-flopping around and not yeah. having a straight message. Now, even if you disagree with someone's message and you're like, I don't know, they're a bigot, they're a racist, whatever, not, right. not saying that their behavior is all right. But right. when you're talking about people going back and forth on these things, it's really yeah. confusing in terms of the seriousness, someone portraying like a family message. Here's mm-hmm. a photo of me. Here's my family. Vote for me and all this sort of stuff. And then you go back and you're like, Oh, you're reading his tweets and <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. So this, the Florida governor, he, uh, you know how, you know, they have those masks that you put over both of your ears, you know, that, that you, so he was putting one on for, I don't know, it was like some conference and he basically put one loop like around his head and then pulled it down so that one loop was around his head and the other loop was just hanging so so he didn't even like he didn't even know how to put the the mask on and And that's be acceptable (laughs) for like a (laughs) five-year-old to do um so uh yeah that was not the greatest um to see that to see that especially considering he's the governor of a state a pretty major state that has by the way like one of one of the bigger electoral vote states that we have here yeah that's um, one of the swing states so yeah um not a great look mm-hmm. <laughs> and we actually have a a segment we do every week on this show if you ever go back and hear any of them we've been doing this since almost the beginning and um it's a segment we call questioning florida and it's basically florida is like i don't know how much you've heard about like the penis of america <laughs> Well, literally, like physically, it looks like one, but it's also just—it's <laughs> just like not—it's anything you would do, they do the opposite. Like a, if you're a decent person, there's a lot of bad, you know, a lot of uh, kind of hick stuff happens there. A lot of crime, a lot of like, um, <laughs> I don't know, a lot of a lot of stuff involving reptiles and. All right, so Stevie, I'm going to... This is a segment we call Questioning Florida. Wait, do, do you want to talk about my finger first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you want to do that? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we can take it for later. Go ahead. What, what happened with your finger? Um, I was just cutting a bunch of, like, vegetables <laughs> and meats and things like that. And, like, I, I have a really fancy Japanese knife. Um, and then it just kind of slipped and it cut a piece of my finger. <laughs> yeah, she now. came to me like two separate times with like a cut, went upstairs to get a bandaid and like 10 minutes later, her fingernail was like, <laughs> I was like, can you be careful? <laughs> but, uh, by the way, I did want to bring that up because we actually, um, did something cool earlier. We had a little, like, uh, she makes really good tacos with like, I'm talking about like what, four or five different meats. In yeah. It. <laughs> And like and cheese and onions and bell peppers and uh, it's poblano pepper. Oh, sorry, it's poblano better. pepper. My bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we we kind of did a thing like a plate sale and we we donated everything to our food bank here because it's like it's really 
there's like a lot of people that are going to it. We've been seeing on the news and stuff. So she was spending all all day doing making all the tacos, and then once we got, we had some some um, friends and family come, and they donate, you know, at least three dollars per plate, and they, or they all donated more basically, and then we sent that off to the uh, the food bank. So yeah, yeah, we're doing our part, right? <laughs> um, it was worth my fingernail. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's okay. It's, yeah, it, it wasn't grow- bleeding or anything. No, I'll curl back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so from from good deeds, let's get into questioning Florida, and CV will get your opinion on this story, okay? And this is something that I I usually share with, uh, like we don't we never know what we're gonna share with each other. We we just do it live on the podcast, all right? So this is a story from two days ago, and this will give you an idea about Florida, all right? <laughs> so, um, the headline is always my favorite part because it's. It's just, they're usually ridiculous. You should hear, like, I did a compilation a few episodes back of all the ones we've had, and you'll just laugh. They're just too ridiculous. All right, this is from two days ago. Florida man threatened to shoot up a Publix because not enough people had masks. (laughs) So a Publix is, like, I guess a a grocery grocery chain in, like, the the southeast. Um, I don't think we have them. I I think they're mostly Florida-based. So... Let me just read you some about... You can see his mugshot already. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) So, a Florida man threatened to shoot up a supermarket because he was infuriated that not enough people had masks on during the coronavirus outbreak, police said. So, um, all right. So, Robert Kovner, a Brooklyn native who now lives in Sebring, was arrested on a felony charge of making a written threat of a mass shooting at an unspecified Publix. After a non, or after he made an ominous warning on Facebook, so this guy went to Facebook and he said this. Um, he's he threatened to uh, empty every clip I own on a community Facebook page. So he went to this uh, community page that he's on. He's 62, so I'm actually kind of surprised that he knows how to use Facebook and how to go oh, into no. a group. But. Um, so it said the writer was upset that not enough people, in his opinion, are wearing masks when they are out and about, said the sheriff. Um, and then they said, we realize these are stressful times, but there's no excuse for making threats like this. It's not a joke. It's not just a bad day. It's a crime. We will take them seriously. So obviously they arrested him pretty quickly. So this was the post that he had. It says allegedly, but I mean, we all know. Um <laughs> He said, "Will it take a shooting? Will it take shooting a few of you selfish a-holes in the parking lot to get the message through? Trust me, the virus is not the only thing that may cause your demise." Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Like, that is cold, man. This like something from a movie. To, to kind of bring up the whole gun culture we have here in our country. <laughs> I see you shaking your head already because I'm sure you have some thoughts about that, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't even. Yeah, where to begin? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I mean. I think that there's just probably lots of ingrained and it's hard because I, I think that on my social media, my, my views come across quite strongly in terms of, um, yeah, people were just like, Oh, you're so far on the left or whatever, but I just care about people about and human, human life. <laughs> yeah. I care about human life. And I think that that is more important than, than any other views. And I think that like, if my, you know, follow account it goes down, which it actually has a little bit with the virus <laughs> because of um, I've been 
a little bit more active politically rather right. than talking about sports. I'm still talking about lots of sports, right? But, but it's just that I I do those. care about people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think, I mean, in terms of guns, I mean, they're just. It's quite simple, you know. You don't. People don't need to to own. 10 12 15 20 guns right. and you don't need to carry them around and like in new show zealand them off. <laughs> no you don't need to show them off like in new zealand we don't have we've only ever had two mass shootings ever in our history yeah um one was last year which was really terrible um but our police our policemen don't have our cops don't have guns they mm-hmm. squad cars like the top squad cars have a gun in a locked case in the boot of the car Oh wow! But police have never really been shot. Like it happens very rarely. Right. And our gun control laws are like, I want to buy a gun here. Here's a way to get a license. Like it's quite easy to get a gun or a license. Um, yeah. In New Zealand, but it's not obviously as loose as it is in the states. But <laughs> but we don't have people don't need to be protected. But we still have mental health problems. We we still have all the problems that the right. US has. And those are the excuses that people give. Oh yeah, and because then the next door neighbor's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, my next door neighbor's crazy. Like he, I left my <laughs> recycling bin out, and he like yelled at someone that was staying in the flat outside. Like, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I need to have a gun. Yeah, right? <laughs> and yeah. I think that's the issue is that all the excuses. Maybe just people... a knife, just in case he gets too close to be like, no, get, get away, <laughs> get away. Thing. That's a good, that's a good point. Like I didn't <laughs> think about owning, deciding to go and be a gun owner because of my next door neighbor, but. See, I mean, your that situation would probably lead to like a murder in like Louisiana here or something. Yeah, so, probably. And they're not the, even that heavily reported, right? Because of the ease of access that's here, and we don't like we normally we keep our politics on here limited, but like there's no reason to like everybody knows everybody that knows me knows that like I mean, both of us i mean if you just look at me like you know where i stand politically. <laughs> right so and then like as in terms of like if your followers are going down those are probably the people you wouldn't want to follow you anyways so um basically they set a bond for him for thirty thousand dollars um as of thursday he was no longer in custody um but it's just like <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that happens all the time here it's just like it's so easy to threaten people with guns and it's just ridiculous um, so what we another part of this segment is there's a Florida man score and it's basically something I had found weeks ago where it'll, it'll assign you a certain number of points for let's say if there's like um, if there's an alligator involved you get four points because <laughs> it's like it's a Florida thing, but it's like pretty uh, out there, so you get more points for that. So these are just a few categories, and we'll see what this guy gets. Gotcha. So his score, um, there's a mugshot in there, which she saw. <laughs> it's okay. just a scary-looking old guy. <laughs> his uh, eye is like, I don't know, like if someone punched him in the face yeah. or something? But Yeah. Um, I would show you, but we're already having some connection issues. I'll show you later. Um so the other points are there's a firearm mentioned. That's one point. There's a specific amount of ammunition that's discussed. That's the first time we've had that category. That's another point. Yep. And then the firearm is semi or fully automatic. That's two points. And then they actually have public specifically <laughs> listed on this category, and that's worth three points. Wow. Um, so this guy gets a total of 12 Florida man score points, which is pretty good for 
I mean, good and bad. I don't know how you want to rate it, but um, yeah, we've had some. I think we had one that was in the twenties because it just involved like a lot of every kind of thing that Florida would be known for. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's just really funny. It's just reptiles, drugs, like like cocaine, um, uh, disorderly conduct. um, Wow, being drunk. (laughs) It's just like yeah. Did did Trump visit Florida or something? (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh he has a lot of supporters there for sure yeah that's another thing they've been having like um rallies i don't know if you've seen that oh you i think you posted a picture earlier of uh, yeah yeah, yeah. That, with the right. sign yeah they had a rally in michigan yeah in michigan. actually yeah was, i like, saw that yeah it was um like to protest the governor's order to stay in like oh my god like <laughs> It's just like unbelievable. America. <laughs> yeah, that's America for you. It is. Um, so I don't know. I mean, and then I, I think I even read that so Florida after they opened something like the numbers of the number of cases went up pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I've got the so, I've actually got the Florida ones in front of me here. Um, oh, you do. Yeah. So they're still Florida still has the eighth most cases. Okay. Um, deaths aren't as high, but still, seven hundred and fifty is quite a lot. They still have yeah. twenty five thousand active cases. I think if you're anywhere outside of the US and you were to read that, you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, a whole country has probably has." Yeah, because you're talking about active, like mm-hmm, lots of people active. have recovered from this. So they have twenty five thousand people that actually have it within the state, uh, and that's just mm-hmm. it's just crazy to me. Um, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I can't, I can't really get my head around <laughs> that volume, and then people still going to the to the beach. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Oh yeah, we, we need to hire you as a correspondent. Whenever we have a, we need some data. I'll just <laughs> pull you in. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah we... that website, man. We'll meet it. We'll meet info. That's the, that's the website. So, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I've, I've used that before, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have one more segment, but I think I'll save it for the end. Because actually, our topic is supposed to be about New Zealand this <laughs> this episode. So, um, what we normally do is uh, Mindy shares a story about the topic um, from the past. So, I, that's what you have for us today, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I I don't know what she's gonna share, and if you have anything to chime in, or if you just want to listen and chime in when you want, and she's gonna tell us something about New Zealand. We'll see. What do you have to know about it, all right? Okay, go. Okay. All right, take all right. it away. All right, so this is how New Zealand is better than America. Okay. That's how I titled We've been it. talking about it all day, but all right. Yeah, well, that's, how, that's how, I, how I titled my Word document. Okay. Although, New Zealand did disappoint me because when I was doing research, um, there's this guy named Captain Cook who um, was one of the first people that came into New Zealand. Yeah, he's all the I went... <laughs> And then when I first read that, I was like, what, Captain Hook? What? But then I saw Captain Cook, and I was like, oh, that's (laughs) That was a disappointing part? Yeah, I thought, like, maybe Captain Hook, like, from Peter Pan, (laughs) was inspired by this guy that went to New New Zealand. If that's the bad part you found, then I think they're all right. (laughs) Yeah, and then I also read somewhere that there's more sheep than people in New Zealand. I I think that might still be true, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and I was like, okay, that's cool, they're fluffy. Yeah. I have no issues. Okay. So let me go to the first part. Okay. All right. So this is about voting. 
So on a September 19th, 1893, the governor at the time, Lord Glasgow, signed a new electoral act into law. As a result of this landmark le- legislation, New Zealand became the first self-governing country in the world in which women had the right to vote. And preliminary um, election. I see it yeah. uh, acknowledging over here. So yeah. good. <laughs> and most other democracies, including Britain and the United States, women did not win the right to vote until um, until after the First World War. And I believe here in the U.S. it was in 1920. So that's mm. like a hundred years, but still. I like how they say win the right to vote. Like they have to like <laughs> play out or like or a challenge or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm worthy of voting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have to win a prize as if it's not just a right you should have. All right, continue. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. Four. Um, New Zealand's world re- leadership and women's suffrage became a central part of their image um, as the trailblazing social laboratory. That achievement was a result of years of effort by suffrage campaigners led by Kate Shepard. And in 1891, 1892, and 1893, they compiled a, mass, a series of massive petitions calling the parliament to grant um, the, vote to, the vote to women. In recent years, Shepard's contributions to New Zealand's history has been acknowledged on the $10 note, which I guess is money. I guess she's on there. Do you guys use notes? We, we do use notes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she is, she is on a $10 note. Um, and growing up, my mum my was sort of, you know, pretty keen to teach us all this kind of stuff. And it's not the newer generation that's actually a little bit lost on, sort of people born probably late 90s, early 2000s in terms of how important this was for New Zealand being a really free, liberal kind of country. And um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I do remember that um, they did a parade when I was a kid where people dressed up as like the sun, they called them the suffragettes, the ladies that were trying to get the vote. <laughs> and um, so mum dressed up and then we were dressed up as kids of like the 1890s. And mum was like... They put like coal and stuff on our face and seemed like we were homeless or something. I don't know what's going on there. Um, but yeah, so so mum was always pretty big on on, on that. And um, yeah, I'm pretty proud to live in a country where there's lots of things that that we sort of did ahead of time. Um, I mean, we're yeah. probably a little bit later on things like gay marriage, but it, it has still been a while since we've, we've got that stuff right. across the line and we are ahead of a lot of, other countries um so yeah, yeah i mean that, that that's one's been that one's been pretty big i was gonna say the closest thing to like having par- a parade for women is like gay pride parades <laughs> that we have here yeah that we have here probably <laughs> we have those we have those <laughs> um another thing Following the 2017 election, 98% of the members oh, in parliament... Is that 98 or 38? 30, I'm sorry. 30 <laughs> 1938. You said 1938? No. Okay. no, she's saying... In 2017, after the election? Yes, yes, yeah. 38% of the members of parliament were female, compared to 9% in 1981. Oh, okay. So, in like 40 years, that increased by like almost 30%. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um... In the early 21st century, women have held each of the country's key constitutional positions, including the Prime Minister, Governor General, Speaker of the House of Representatives, Attorney General, and Chief Justice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it is awesome. It's Jacinda, our, our um, Prime Minister, is 
It's interesting because because she is really for people, and I mean, there's two parliaments and sorry, there's two um, parties in New Zealand yeah. that are really prominent, and you'd probably say they're both they're not really far left and far right at all. Like they're sort of both like kind of left, and one's just a little bit more to the right. Um, okay. So they yeah, but she's just a really she's just an amazing woman. And I think that businesses would, big business would probably say, Oh, you know, I had to pay a million dollars in tax and it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, but you had like 90 million profits. So you should probably right. be paying like 30. Um, <laughs> but if you, if you looked at the way that she dealt with um, like the mass shooting that I just talked about before, it was like our mm-hmm. biggest ever mass shooting and the way that she dealt with it. And just, she's just a, such a selfless person. And, um, I mean, I the way that she's dealt with this the, with with COVID nineteen and how quickly she put the country into yeah. lockdown. I don't even care about the economic effects. Like honestly, if if I was here and I didn't have a job and I just had enough money to get by, right. I would still be, I would still be happy that she would have done this because she would have saved a lot of people's lives and. Right. I've argued like, with people on Twitter. I'm like, but I don't want these people to die. I don't give a shit about the economy. Yeah, it's like, what good is an economy yeah. if everybody's dying? That's the point of. That's yeah, the point of life. That's the, that's the point of life. Like, there's no. And I, and I will argue with people like about that. Like, I mean, healthcare or, or whatever it is. I mean, it's yeah. people. It's that's what life is about. Yeah, that's nice that you have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, is. About, yeah. yeah. it sounds yeah. nice. It sounds nice. Yeah. In New Zealand. Yeah. They have kids with disabilities over there. I can work over there. Yeah, she 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 works with uh, with kids with disabilities. She does uh, yeah. like testing testing on them to to see what they need or or like I guess what to, I guess educational planning for them. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm sure they have that over there. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. That works. Yeah. All right, you have one more thing for us? Well, I have two more things. Okay. Okay. The next thing is that although both countries have a wide range of unique animals, I think New Zealand has cooler animals. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were doing animal one. Okay. <laughs> so what the first, got? so New Zealand has a variety of different penguins, but the cutest penguin, I believe, <laughs> is the little blue penguin. Even okay. its name is cute. Little blue penguin. <laughs> little blue penguin. <laughs> Are you familiar with those? Um, so obviously because we're surrounded by water, when you, when you get to some of the really decent sized towns that are on coasts, they have signs saying penguins are crossing and, mm. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> we're definitely moving to New Zealand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cute. You don't <laughs> often, like I, I'd struggle to say, I don't know if I've ever actually seen one though, um, like like sort of randomly <laughs> while, while I've been driving, but you do get to see a lot of wildlife near the coast like that. Yeah. Uh, and those ping those penguins are pretty cute, um, but they're not very common that you could spot them in like yeah, a local he, He's looking at a picture and yeah, they're very cute. Are, this is they are a, they are very cute. Yeah, that's some good stuff right very, there. They're very <laughs> cute. I might have to actually update our Instagram page finally with this picture so they know what we're talking about. I, I, I had a video I wanted to share because like you could see like how small they are. Because yeah. they're, they're actually the smallest um, species of penguin. Hmm. Um, they're also called um, fairy penguins, fun fact. Um, <laughs> and when they're fully developed, they, can, they weigh only 2.6 pounds. Oh. So that's really little. That's really small, yeah. 
so yeah, so I just thought they were cute animals. Yeah, I can put that YouTube on our Facebook. Okay, the next one is called a cockapoo. Hmm. Um, so you know what that is? <laughs> is that how you say it? A what? Sorry. A cockapoo? Oh, yes, yes, yes. A bird, yes. Yeah. Cockapoo. 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 Yeah, that's one of them. Okay. So it's a large nocturnal flightless parrot. Um, It's critically endangered. Mm. Um, So there's a lot of conservation efforts trying to bring the population up. Fucking corona. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Before people uh, arrived, it was common throughout New Zealand's forests, but... um, uh, oh, but there yeah, are predators that. Yeah, I don't know why it's just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, so because of predators, their numbers have gotten down. The lowest point being there's only 50 birds in the 1990s. Damn. That's um, like one per state here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they were actually transferred to these islands where there's pre- there are no predators. So that's how they were able to increase their numbers. Um, that's cool. So apparently they're very friendly. Um, I don't know how you say this, the Maori, the, the native people. Sometimes. The Maori? Maori? Yeah. 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 Maori. Yeah. Maori? Ooh, Maori. You know, it's a little bit of rolling the R's there, huh? Uh, no, I, well, I wouldn't ro- say I roll my R's as many, but yeah, Maori. Yeah. Okay. It's a little, it's like a mini, it's a mini roll. Okay. Yeah, a little Maori, roll, yeah. <laughs> the Maori and the early, early European settlers kept um, them as pets, actually. Um, even wild ones are known to approach, climb on, and preen people, so I guess clean them. Hmm. Um, there's one, um, I don't even know how to say this. I'm just going to say something. He's an shy. ornithologist? He wrote in 1845 that they're more like that of a dog than a bird and <laughs> the one reason why i really picked this bird as like one of the cooler animals because there's a one video of this guy he's in the forest and there's like a there's one of the birds that come up to him and like starts humping his head and it's pretty hilarious yeah if you can look it up it's pretty good yeah, yeah. And, and, like, and, and he, <laughs> and, and like he can't do anything because they're an endangered species, so he's just just gotta like sit there while this like bird it. it's helping his head. <laughs> um, the the bird life in New Zealand is actually like I don't know a huge amount about it personally, but um, we are really lucky to have lots of different species like that, and the government has done a really good job. Probably in the last twenty to thirty years, and they've and they've been really consistent with it of trying to save a lot of these species and using the islands that we've got. Like this one island that's really, it's, it's quite big. Like, um, and I think it only has two or f- probably two, maybe four people that live there and they work for the department of Con- conservation that takes care of like the forest oh, and, wow. the, and the land and the birds. Yeah. And they live there and they, people come on and do tours, but you, you, but you, they check your bags and there's no rodents and you can't, you can't even fish around the area. It's just a marine mm. reserve. And yeah, we're really big on trying to take care of those species and um, really sort of proud of our, of our green, our clean green image. And, and even though probably big food businesses have probably affected that in the last few years, and then that makes the country a lot of money, they are working really hard now to try and get, to keep that clean green image strong that we care about our, our land. We care about the animals. We care about the environment and, it's, it has been a bit of a fight with companies sort of back and forth over this because yeah. it's big business. 
but um, we do really care about our, our image and, and the environment. Yeah, I mean, it, seems, it sounds like it from where <laughs> yeah. they even moved him to another island just to like let them yeah. breed. Keep, keep breeding, that's cool. Okay, the last animal is the kiwi. <laughs> and I mean... Yeah. I have a picture of it, and it's just cute. Look at it. It's yeah. cute. It's a cute little bird. Yeah, yeah they're cute, they're cute animals. I'm sure he knows what they look like. but Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cute. Um, and so, I mean, they're just, you know, a native bird species of there. And something that I saw is that kiwis actually have really great memories. Hmm. Um, so they did look at, um, they can remember unsavory, unsavory incidents after um for at least three five years you want my opinion on kiwis now okay um wait 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 wait. let me go let me go over how how they how good the memory is yeah what i was I, we lagged a little bit but i was saying like she said that they can remember stuff like incidents after five years i'm just like how do they figure that out like, okay. how do they, they ask that's them? a good point i'd love to know. <laughs> so, but go ahead so the birds may be fooled by recorded kiwi calls on tape once but then they learn their lesson afterwards and tend to challenge the device and especially circle it to an insert to assert um oh to figure out if it's a actual kiwi or kiwi not, or not. That's so i guess then. they will remember that if it's if it's a fake thing or not yeah that's pretty smart yeah okay so go ahead what were you gonna say about uh kiwis? that's all right so um yeah they're like the kiwi is like our national sort of like our i'd say it's like our national not mascot but like about like uh even like players like like sean marks and they, yes yeah. Call him just because yeah. he's from New Zealand. Like, it's yes. just like a thing, yeah, New Zealand right? yeah. is a Kiwis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, that's probably, it's just like our national kind of icon or, or whatever, you, however you would describe it. Um, right. And I don't actually know, I don't actually know why, like what really the origins of and how long it's sort of been like that. Um, but yeah, they're pretty endangered bird. There's a, sort of quite a few different types of them and you can just go and see them at the zoo. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a massive fan of zoos. Um, yeah. But that's a conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, like the sports teams where the team is called the Kiwis. And right. um, like yeah, they're, they are a really cute little bird. And like I said with the other birds, New Zealanders have has done a really good job at sort of trying to um, really, and, the, and this is one thing the zoos do do well. For the animals like that that are endangered, then they do a really good job of, like you can go and watch them incubating an egg and taking care of it to make sure that they, they <laughs> keep the, the 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 family going. Um, yeah. Now obviously that's different to having a like a tiger where you have this tiny little enclosure, but whereas you've got these kiwis here that they they go and do that and you get to see that at the zoo, which is kind of cool. Um, I'd watch yeah, a live stream of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> can we send them in here? Let me, yeah. send the, let me send them the code. It's like, Kiwis, <laughs> what's your opinion about yourselves? <laughs> <laughs> why Why do you represent the entire country? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. So, yeah, no, they're just, that's, that is like our national kind of mascot or icon. Yeah, or I've always thought of that too. I don't know if Australia has their own one. Kangaroo? Like, kind are, of, I mean, it's a, like a wallaby. If you heard of yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like but that. I don't but think I don't they really call people that. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kiwi. I've, I've heard of like there's NBA players that they, 
that they would just call them. I guess Aussie. They just say Aussie, but that's just saying like American. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah. All right. You have one more thing. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say I'm biased because I think the bald eagle is the best <laughs> national bird, but that's because I'm a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So. She's uh, she's a Philly person, so. I got you. <laughs> okay. The last one is about the Jedi religion. Okay. Oh, I think I talked about this on the religion episode. Oh, you did? I think so. Okay. Go for it, though. I don't remember it. <laughs> so, in um, 2001, New Zealand, according to the New Zealand census, 53,715 people um, listed their religion as Jedi. <laughs> 53,000? Yeah. Well, I, I did not realize it was that many. Do you have any information <laughs> on that? That there was, you go. We all learned something on her segments. That was more than the amount of Buddhists and Hindu in the country. Jesus. Well. That's crazy. Um, so Jediism is a philosophy, philosophy mainly based on the depiction of Jedi characters in Star Wars media. <laughs> Although followers of Jediism acknowledge the influence of Star Wars on their religion by following the moral and spiritual codes demonstrated by the fictional Jedi... They also insist their path is different from that of the fictional characters and that Jediism does not focus on the myth and fiction found in Star Wars. Hold on, so they're trying to separate themselves from the actual yeah. Star Wars religion? I guess they're trying to make themselves more legit, but it's just like, your name is after a movie. <laughs> yeah. Several movies. No, not that Jedi. We're our own kind of Jedi. That, that is, um, this is the one subject I'm probably not going to touch a lot on. I know. <laughs> so right. New, New Zealand is quite niche in terms of there are people for, for a country of only 5 million people. There are lots of different, like really different religions, mm-hmm. different races, um, people into doing all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. Um, <laughs> and I did not realize that there was that many people that identified I, I don't know though that when people do the census when that if you say that I'm a practicing um, right. Jedi like what does that actually mean? Do you just tick that on the it's, box? Yeah, do, I, I don't know if they verify uh, it. <laughs> honestly, I think it was more of a joke at the time. <laughs> Probably, like people are like, oh, I'm gonna put my religion as Jedi. Probably, yeah. Just but I think there are definitely people that take it seriously. I just don't. I just I struggle to quantify that. But that does show that. There's a good example, though, of New Zealand having a really wide range of cultures yeah. and interests. That's a good representation of us. That's true. Okay. So where while there are some variations in teaching, um, the Jedi of the Temple of the Jedi Order follows 16 teachings based on the presentation of the fictional Jedi, such as, quote, Jedi are mindful of the negative emotions which lead to the dark side, <laughs> and, quote, Jedi are guardians of peace and justice. So... I mean, those are fine, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like about religion. Nobody would be hurt by any of those. Yeah, you just, like, I feel like you just, like, if you go to the church, you just see a bunch of geeks wearing robes and <laughs> yeah. playing with lightsabers, I guess. Yeah, that's probably know. all that happens. Um, Harmless. And connecting it back to where we are, um, in 2005, the Temple of Jedi Order that was registered in Beaumont, Texas. It's Beaumont. Beaumont. I don't know. <laughs> I know. She's not from... Well, actually, you were born here, but you're not, you haven't really lived here. Yeah. Beaumont, Texas. Beaumont. Okay. Um, it was granted an IRS tax exemption. What? <laughs> so... So they're exempt from... They're like as a, as a religion. legit religion. Yeah. Wow. Only in Texas. Yeah. So. Texas took it over, I guess, and made it even more serious than it needed to be. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Very cool. That's interesting. Very cool. So the last thing that I don't think is as important as the other three, um, according to the Corruptions Perception Index, New Zealand is the least corrupt nation in the world tied with Denmark. That's a big deal. I mean, did you see the kiwi? It was cute. <laughs> That's true. And the little um, penguin. Political? Is that political corruption? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, political corruption. According to, what was it again? Go down. To the, um, the da, 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 corruptions perception index. Oh, the corruptions perceptions index. I guess it's some kind of way of measuring how corrupt you think a, a country's system is. Where is the United States on that? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, let me look at it real quick. <laughs> Um, that's a good question, but apparently you guys are tied with Denmark for the least, so that's that's good. That's a good. What was it, what uh, was it called? I'm going to look it up. Corruption. Uh, perception index. I think she has it right here. Oh yeah, go ahead. Corruption's perception index. Yeah, which is I guess is okay, I guess, but I mean the, the penguins and the kiwis are pretty cute. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that let's go back to our correspondent Stevie over here on the side. <laughs> I think that um, that our government is pretty straight in terms of even if the the another government gets in, you know, of those two main governments that that can be elected in, or well, the smaller ones can, but like no one is going to vote in the the party that like someone made one about a TV show, a political party, like that's never going to get voted in. The two Wait, realistic what? ones. Right. Wait, what TV show? Oh, uh, not one that you guys would have heard of. It was just like a oh, okay. show. Yeah, it's okay. kind of funny though. Um, <laughs> but of the two main parties that can get voted in, even if one party is about business and the other is about people, the business party is still really trying to do things right in terms of the way that they go about doing things. That mm-hmm. there just isn't really a massive amount of corruption and. Um, there was recently a someone had been getting, I don't know if it was that much money, might have been five hundred thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a political party, a smaller one. They'd be getting money from people that wanted to property investors that had wanted to invest in um, in New Zealand, and that was oh, quite okay. a big that was quite a big deal. Yeah, in the scheme of things, no one was going to die, or you know what I mean. It wasn't. You're not talking about drugs or guns or um, people trafficking. It was still bad in the scheme of things, but in terms of an international scale, when you're talking about corruption, a few, a company trying to get some extra houses built or, I mean, it's not that bad, but that's the stuff that gets stamped out quite quickly, meaning that that New Zealand as a government, it isn't, from what I can see, it isn't um, that corrupt. Yeah, so I, um, I figured that would be up there on 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 the list like that because you never really hear about huge incidents happening in that side um you found the u.s score yes so u.s is 23 out of 180 yeah i'm surprised that they're not lower (coughs) i see see spain near 30 i mean i see greece at 60 yeah, Venezuela is 173 out of 180. I don't know who would be 180. Mm, <laughs> should... be this place. Oh, the darker ones. Oh, oh Somalia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both found it. Yeah, Somalia. I mean, in in uh, Africa, I mean, you're talking about. I mean, I know some of these places are, are Central America as right. well, but I think you're talking about governments that are that are probably 
only built on getting money basically to make any decision. Like there is, if, if New Zealand is like non-corruption, the African countries are at the other end where that's the only way that they deal. Like I, I assume that there is no, because everyone is, you know, basically sick and dying of disease. Everyone is poor. The, the crime is at terrible levels. Like the African countries are at full corruption in my eyes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Yeah, like the their map is just full of red, so that's not usually a good sign. Even south, not as bad, but Australia is good. South Africa, I've been, I, I, I think that that uh, they're probably better than what they used to be, say in the sixties or seventies. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> but definitely they've probably gone backwards since Nelson Mandela. Right. Yeah. You know, since the days of the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Good old days. <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap it up here with this. Um, I actually came up with one last thing. This is a segment we haven't done before, but Stevie, you'll have some stuff to say about this. Got you. Um, since I, well, since you're next to me, um, I shall look away. Well, no, you can you can look. Okay. It's going to be pretty obvious. So I came up with a with a segment here called Silver or Bronze, and. <laughs> What it is, is I'm going to read a quote from either the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, or the president of the U.S., Donald Trump. Because, you know, he's a, he's a really bronze guy. Like, he's, his face is always full of... So, uh, and you're going to guess who it is, and then we'll, we'll discuss it, okay? Gotcha. It's basically, you're going to know the answer, but we can just kind of see um, which one sounds more like a leader <laughs> than the other. Um so let me bring up the quotes here. I might have to tweet this. <laughs> yeah, I can I can send you the uh, these these quotes after this. Yes, that would be brilliant. Okay, so the first quote, and and Stevie, you tell me if this is silver or Trump. Okay, got you. <laughs> silver or bronze? It's unfortunate we're at this position as a society where it's triage when it comes to testing, and so the fundamental issue obviously is that there are insufficient tests. Kind of redundant. Right. So who, who is that? that? Is that, that Adam? That's it. That's Adam so, correct. We have a, we, we, oh, ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me in the face. <laughs> um, all right. Next quote. Anybody who wants a test gets a test. They're there and the tests are beautiful. Oh, that's Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, it's Donald Trump to reporters on March 6th. I think he's the first person to ever... Um, call tests beautiful. <laughs> he calls everything beautiful or or amazing or enormous or whatever. It's basically insert any superlative here and that's Trump describing anything. All right, Stevie, next quote. There's an enormous amount about this virus that has yet to be learned. Who is that? Adam Silver. That's Adam Silver, correct. It's a good sentence. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> now, next one. A lot of people think it will go away in April with the heat. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, that's Donald Duck, correct. I got the trick answer. Can you do the Donald Duck voice? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot no, do that. No. We need Andrew. <laughs> oh, no, you can do the. I can Mickey just do. Go- I can do Goofy and Mickey. Oh, okay. Goofy is. Uh, and, uh, and, <laughs> and Mickey is just. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, there you go. Yay. You got it. Yay. <laughs> all right um where was i all right next one stevie there's too much uncertainty to know a path moving forward there's too much unknown 
to set a timeline. Then Stephenly Adam Silver. Adam Silver, correct. He probably is, huh. is it just like just he repeats things? Uh, no, it's just I mean there's a limited amount he said, so I had to go with that. Okay. All right, next one. It's going to disappear one day. It's like a miracle. One day it will disappear. <laughs> wow, that's a, a famous, famous Trump quote. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ask what sort of data is most crucial. Which man said this? We're looking for the number of new infections to come down. We're looking for availability of testing on a large scale and a potential vaccine. That's definitely Adam Silver. It's Adam Silver, correct. I think you can tell the difference by like the vocabulary. Exactly. Like Trump wouldn't say potential. <laughs> That's exactly part of this too. <laughs> Just I'm highlighting the how they speak. Okay. All right. Um, next one here. You're going to lose people to the flu, and you're going to lose more people by putting the country into a massive recession. Wow, it's definitely Trump. <laughs> it's Trump. Actually, Actually no, no, that was Adam, Adam Silver. No. Um, <clears throat> okay. All right, and then there's this one. I want the country opened up and raring to go by Easter. Wow. <laughs> that was Trump, I think, maybe a week ago? Yeah. Last one. Who are you working for, China? You work for China, or are you with a newspaper? Oh man, I saw that. I think I saw that one live. <laughs> you saw Trump. that live? Yeah, that's definitely uh, Trump. That was Adam Silver to Yao Ming, actually. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's kind of the. I just wanted to highlight the the variants and quotes we're getting to NBA fans, and then quotes that the entire country is hearing. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, I'm not going to listen to Trump anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like. It's, it's hard to avoid, but yeah, we don't really watch <laughs> that stuff. But yeah, so... Good job. You send me that so I can tweet that. Yeah, I'm going to send you that. Uh, I'll send you that. I have it like in a, in a Google Doc, so I'll send it to you after we stop. But um, yeah, you won 100%, so good job. I know it was a tough game. <laughs> <laughs> I got the gold. Uh, all right, so um, yeah, before I wrap it up, um, do you want to plug your, your Twitter or anything? I know we talked about yeah. it. Yeah, yep. Um, so my Twitter is at Stevie Cousins, S-T-E-V-I-E-C-O-Z-E-N-S. Um, I do a little bit of politics, but mainly sport. Um, yeah. I, uh, says so you, says you said earlier, I cover the Portland Trailblazers. I also have a Chicago Bulls podcast. And then I work for the New Zealand Basketball Academy as well. Um, and then I've actually got a couple of other exciting gigs that I'm going to be able to announce in the next little while. Um, but yeah, follow me on Twitter. Um, really appreciate you guys having me on. Do you have an Instagram? I do. Basketball guy NZ. And what is the Bulls podcast called? It's called Bullish. Sorry, I should have said that. Of course, yeah. No, Bullish okay. Hoops. Yeah, you can search Bullish on Twitter, and that will bring us up. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think we we covered everything. Thanks for being our guinea pig on this episode. <laughs> nah, not a problem at all. My pleasure. So, without further ado. Let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. And go grab a refill. Bye bye. Bye. Florida is like, I don't know how much you've heard about. Like the penis of America. <laughs>